Let's see if anybody actually tuned into the second part. <laughs> I reckon he will. The first bit might have been a bit too boring. Like, oh my God, fucking <laughs> shit this. Just waffling about fucking paint. Um, oh so we're on part two of the podcast with my better half, Charlotte. Um, part two. The, the first half was more about, I guess, updates of what you're kind of doing in the business now and a little bit of history of what we did together to get to this stage and then Everybody's really talk about the future as much, but a little bit of future as in different projects that we're doing. More and more around what you're doing now in general, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. And I think my, <coughs> excuse me, my story, my success story, my journey, my well-being journey has been extremely well documented from social media to news articles to stuff that we do around suicide prevention and drug addiction and everything else but you've never well we've never put anything up on social media about your um, success story overall there's never been a picture of your blurb because I think you've still been working through your blurb I think Um, but recently well not recently that sounds like you've only just improved overall but I think over the last at least the last two years, you've been the strongest I've ever known you. Yeah. Um, and hopefully the strongest you've ever known yourself, more than anything else. Um, but I thought it'd be good to speak about um, your success story rather than just putting a picture up on social media and then the blurb, because I think it's a bit more personal when you speak about yourself in, in an environment like this, of, of what you've built and how many people you've helped. <coughs> so I think it'd be good to speak about in your in your own words your success story, what you struggled with overall, the struggles that you did have, and then how strong and what you did to get over it with obviously the help of me. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I'll give you a little bit of credit. <laughs> Gotta give I won't credit leave you out completely. No, totally not. <laughs> um, but I thought it'd be good for you to speak about ultimately you and, yeah, and okay. about anything that you want to share of your own success story. Yeah, I think the before and after photos that you see of people when they've been on a significant journey, you can kind of see a big difference physically. in physically. Um, you can see an element of mentally and like, you know, skin colour. You can kind of see like a, maybe a real smile uh, as, a, as opposed to a kind of a sad smile um, and a fake smile. So, so yeah, you can see that a little bit, but my, my pictures wouldn't really look much different no. because I've been a very good pretender Mm. actress um oh, I we needed tissues <laughs> of 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 my story my stories um I still find it hard to talk about um I definitely would say I'm recovered and I definitely would say you know I operate really well I operate at a nine ten out of ten every day mm. but there is still a sadness that I have sorry um that's associated with my long. <sighs> I'm fine. Just in case you need to. <laughs> with my long battle with mental health. Um, and this is what it's about, though. Like, people know Charlotte, and they may not know how much Charlotte suffered mm-hmm. with mental health yeah. and emotional mm-hmm. well being. If you look at Charlotte physically, you go, oof, look amazing looking really strong and mm-hmm. you are mentally and physically strong now but yeah. I think when you speak about it obviously it's still so very raw from where you once was to where you are now and there's loads of factors into that Yeah. but 
as you say, you operate at a, at a nine or a ten, far better than I do for longer. I have dips. I have a six months angustity for some reason. Yeah. You know what I'm like when I get in that mode of six months. I'm like, just fucking want to rip everyone apart. But you, 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 if you look at you and people see this all the time, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah, but, but now people wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. A lot of people wouldn't know. Um, which is. It's, it's what you do day to day. We're all very good at pretending that everything's fine, and social media tells you that you know. Oh, look how happy they are! Look at their life. I'm not necessarily talking about ours because I don't actually don't really share that much. To be honest, I'm a bit boring. Those social media just don't bother following me. Um, don't follow it. Boring. No, fuck. I am boring. I just I just got the energy to put it in up there. Yeah. I mean, I take loads of pictures, but they just don't really <laughs> just stay in your camera just roll. Just sit there, and then they just. <laughs> clog up my camera my phone and then I can't use my phone (laughs) Um, yeah I'm not very good at that but um, yeah I think I think what people would see from me and they would they would probably say oh Charlotte's a strong character Charlotte's a you know bubbly she's lively you are now and I was then Mm. and I was then so even when I've had some really dark times I've still functioned really really well I've had a, you know, a, an important job. I was, I've been a leader of, of a number of people, of large teams, of a multi, you know, working a multi-million-pound business, and it was a lot of pressure with what I did a lot of the time. And so dry mouth. Um, I coped really well. I, I pretended I did. I wasn't coping at all. Um, but if you've seen me in my suit mm. on the shop floor, mm. being amazing with customers. I went to work every day, most of the time, to... You're good at putting on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you learn to cope, and a lot of people do like that. I'm one of... Millions. Millions. People. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably... Probably billions. I'm probably one of the most normal people out there, because I do cope. I just... I get by. I've got by. I've, and, I've, and I've... Probably my proudest achievement is, is surviving. Mm-hmm. Because there was lots of times where I didn't want to be here. And there was lots of times where... I genuinely considered just ending it, like dark, dark times in my life where I actually think now, how did I, how did I not do it? Because it was all I thought about from the moment I opened my eyes to the moment I closed them. How can I die today? How can I die? I need to die. I just need to go every day. And I think what I, what I vision with this podcast and having honest, genuine conversations. Because I bet you, out of, how many people know you? Thousands. Thousands of people would not, would not expect this conversation no. right now. No. So then, Some imagine how many... see me every day in, in, yeah. that, in my place of work, and I'm Previous. keeping everybody going, are you okay? No, you're not. Mm. Okay, let me help you. What can I do to help you today? What can, you know, my job, I was, was helping people developing people, mentoring people, getting the best out of people, creating the best place to work, creating the best environment for the customers. Like, that was my job. And I was deep down, like, fighting my own demons. And I suppose it helped me get through that because, you know, I had a purpose. I did have a purpose. I enjoyed my job most of the time. I had a purpose. I suppose that's one of the things that's kept me on this planet, that and either. But 
I had a purpose. That was probably one of the things that was going. You need to. You've got. A, you've got a great career. You've got a great job. You've got people that look up to you. You've got people that listen to you. You've got people that need you. And and that was my get up and go. And probably one of the things that kept me going. Actually, how long ago? How long ago was when the emotions that you're speaking about now and the feeling of not being here and waking up every day thinking, how can I end it all and not being one not wanting to be alive ultimately because of the exacerbation of your mental, emotional well-being. Yeah. How long ago was that? I think the last mega pa- panic attack I had where I really, like, I just have a serious word of myself about not doing anything silly was February when you went to Amsterdam. What, what was then? How many years ago 2019. Was not that long ago. No. You think about it like that? No. And... The, 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 when I went through that counselling on the Thursdays, remember, I used to mm. go to counselling in the morning, I used to do a late shift. Yeah. And it was absolutely awful because that counselling would bring everything to light and then I'd travel to work. And then at the time, I was doing a really like challenging mm. project. It's quite a, a, a tough job, that I one, remember. when I was, it was based in a different place and helping people with significant change in their life. Um, which I actually really loved doing and I did a good job at it. But at the same time, I was dealing with all this stuff and it was like, whoa, how much can you take? Like, how much can your body take? Like, you're, I, was, I knew I was at my max. I got through it. I kind of finished the project and then, you know, I kind of took some time off after that just to go, whoa, that was a bit much. Kind of, I suppose what I learned from that is where my limit is and where mm. at that point I knew I was very close to. The but not many people find that limit. Not no. many people... Well, I'd say that's beyond your limit, to be honest, because I know how hard that job was, and or project, should I say, and you're dealing with people, as you say, having significant life-changing yeah. roles or moving out the company or moving side of the company, and there's mm-hmm. loads of uncertainty around pay and not being able to pay yeah, for, for it was, things. It was, so yeah, it was you had their emotions on top of it was dealing with going to counselling. Upset people, yeah, it was, it, was, it was tough. It was emotionally, and I'm naturally <coughs> empathetic. That is who I am. Like, if someone's upset, I I will I will feel that. Yeah, really well, I don't. I've, yeah, well, you don't have that. No. Whether I've had experience of it or not, I'll still feel that. If someone's dead genuinely upset and whatever, I'll get that. That I will absorb that. That comes into me somehow. So I'll yeah. be like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm really sad for you, or I'm really really happy for you. So you take I get that. Yeah, do yeah, do. I think you've always been like that as long as I've known yeah. you. Um, so then that happened 2019, we're in 2022 now, aren't we? Mm. So that's only, what, three years ago? That what just shows you, though, <coughs> excuse me, that how strong I feel now. And I say this to people all the time, actually. I have these types of conversations with people all the time, especially people who are struggling with mental health, who, who I have a lot of conversations with. It's what we do day to day, isn't it? Yeah, every yeah, day. Every day. Hundreds of conversations. Every day. Um, like it is temporary and there is a way out and I've lived to tell the tale and that's that's something I'm quite proud of that I can I'm proud of you yeah because I, I, I can I can relate to people number one and number two you know I actually know how hard it is to get through that and to build up and you know it's it's a, it's a weird thing mental health it's a real weird thing like you know what you need to do to get better most of the time most of us have got a good enough understanding mm. of what we need to do differently but one of the one of the condi- one of the issues with with mental health is fatigue. You know, you've got no energy. You've got poor focus. You, you're making poor decisions. Your nervous system's off the scale. You're poorly physically. 
as you know as well as mentally you're not you're just not operating well at all and you know what how how to get to the next point but the doing the mm. getting that taking those steps that's like just seems so difficult <coughs> so me and you going and work me going to the gym now is something i actually can do there was a time where that was really hard and that is still really hard for some people leaving the house going to work surviving like you're talking about 25 to 35 percent of our members and the only reason they come here because they do feel fucking safe mm. they, they wouldn't go to any other facility because all them things that you're describing from anxiety to, to depression to isolation is the biggest killer of people from a suicidal perspective because when you, when you isolate yourself you just get disconnect from from a travel emotional mm. well-being perspective so then when you come to a space that like you genuinely and I, I say this to a lot of people but i I mean, I mean it deep down inside. It's a genuine safe space to be in with our, our wellbeing centre or one of our programmes. And you mentioned that, you sp- that you've spoken to people about I've been there, blah, blah, blah. And again, people come in and automatically have a presumption of me or think oh, I'm a certain way. I'm a scouser, I've got a beard, I drive a quad bike. I, I look a certain way. Does you know about fucking mental health and emotional well-being and 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 being the lows you've ever felt from a suicidal suicidal perspective to being a being a drug addict to alcoholic poor mental health? People just see what they see, don't they? Yeah. So then having this conversation and obviously be still being quite raw for you. Yes, you operated a nine or a ten out of ten, which is phenomenal in my opinion. Not many people can operate from no. that even without following my blueprint. You don't do some of it, do you? Because you're just so, you're in such a happy space overall. Yeah. From Billy to business to Eva mm-hmm. to, to our relationship, to the team, so many other good things. Yeah. But you've you've worked your fucking ass off to get to that space. So then when you yeah. say, oh yeah, I've been there. And the reason I'm getting, this, I'm getting to the point is that when people see this, they go, well actually Charlotte has been through some fucking shit rather than just coming off your tongue. So then hopefully people you speak to, I don't think they'll think that you're a liar because you're not a liar. I just have my heart out on the screen. But, <laughs> <laughs> but pe- people will... I'd be a very good actress. Pe- I mean, definitely get a water for that one. <laughs> get a fucking BAFTA. Um, but people will, will feel, hopefully watch that and generally go, bloody hell. We haven't spoke about specific reasons why you got to that space, but we don't really need to, I guess, unless you want to. Um, but people will see... You now and then you were like going, wow, she's come through some fucking shit there to get to where she's at. Yeah, and I, I think I was t- I was talking to someone about it the other day. Like, in fact, what triggered it was I was in a Kundalini session, um, which if you're not familiar with what that is, it's it's kind of a deep breath work yoga style practice where you really kind of put in a, in a, you're encouraged to go into a different mental state. It's really empowering. Mm. Um, it's it's a bit like Wim Hof type stuff. It's breath work. It's control. It removes that negative energy overall. It's, remo- it's, remo- it's moving energy through the body, and it, and it, you know some people might be a bit skeptical, and definitely I there are I those people around. I was, yeah. and I'm I'm a person who believes in in lots of different things, from the universe connecting to me to connecting to Billy to connecting to you. Like I'm a big. I'm now quite spiritual. Don't believe necessarily in religion, but I am quite spiritual overall. But yeah. then when we met Lindsay who's absolutely brilliant by the way she's the kundalini yoga teacher instructor um i was very skeptical yeah but then when i did it 
you know what I was like. But so you you experienced it. I experienced. It. So I had this session, and I was basically um, this 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 mantra for three minutes. It was quite long, actually. Three minutes is long. Yeah. And I was lying down at the end, just like, okay, just reflect and let. And I just got this overwhelming, like, like almost like knock you down. If I think I was standing up, I feel I feel like it was that powerful. It would have knocked me over. Mm. Like that's how I imagine it. That's how I'm trying to explain how powerful that wave of. It was like it was gratitude. What I felt. It was. I'm so grateful. I'm probably going to get upset again now, because it was just really powerful and. All I could think about was, I'm so grateful. I'm not in that dark place anymore. Mm. I I feel like I was in it for such a long time. And I, I mean, like I said, I coped. If you see me, I was fine. How long was you like that for? Because it was a long time. From the age of 16 to 34. That's a long time. Yeah. So To hold on, so we speak about energy a lot. Yeah. So you think how much harb how much you're harboring yeah. from stress to anxiety to deep deep rooted um, disconnect of most people because if you feel like that you feel dis isolated mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so then being that that having poor mental health for that long that's an extremely amount of time people don't last fucking six months people don't last a year yeah I mean it wasn't um, throughout those years it wasn't every day. But yeah. it was definitely period. You were living with it for it was more. There was more poor mental health than there was good. Yeah. In, in fact, it was probably the majority. So I was just thinking... Doing the Kundalini yoga and you felt this yeah, overwhelming like I was gratitude. just thinking, I'm just so happy now that I'm not in that place. Like, someone somewhere has given me... has changed my direction. Um, so I can have a happy, a happy life now. And I can finally experience, like, like happiness because for so long... I couldn't, I was trying to be happy, pretending to be happy. I thought I was happy. Obviously now I know what that really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, just just bringing it in, back into what we do and why we do what we do. This is why we do what we do. Like, Craig's background is well documented. Some of our members' background is well documented. Mm, the success stories that we post. Mine isn't so much, however, mine is a fundamental part of why we help what we help, why why we do what we do, because it's important to me. It's important mm. to me that people get help. You it's believe it. Mm. So then when you deliver whatever you deliver, either that be a school session with Blake mm -hmm. and High, no matter if that's a, just an induction with one of our members, if that's just having a conversation at the desk, or one of the other wellbeing projects that we do, because it's coming from a deep-rooted understanding of where you once was to where you are now and like i said i feel powerful like i you feel powerful powerful and proud that i can do that and i'm not saying i can go and i can change your life no you can though but well yeah i suppose i can i know i can actually because i've done that with some people but um yeah i can i can i know that you can get through it so so my 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 advice is 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 strong because I'm not. I don't tell you what to do to help you, but I can. I can prove to you and show you. Actually, that I'm living proof that there is a way out and that you can get to this point. Like you can get here. And I think that's why we. I bang on about lived experience so much mm. because, yes, we're not clinically trained mental health nurses, psychiatrists, fill in the blank. But I believe in my perception and my 
overall belief system that you can't take away or not lift experience. People do within this arena, I guess. Yeah. But I'd rather have you. Mm. I've never been to a doctor around my overall mental and physical health. I never have. I'm a know-it-all, so I believe I know better. But obviously I don't to a degree because there's a reason why you go to university and there's a reason why you want to be a GP. But as a human being and what I believe, I'd rather go to a person who's been through lived experience. People see this podcast now and go, I want to speak to Charlotte. And they should do because (laughs) think about it. How many years is that? I'm not good with maths. So 16 to what? 32, did you say? Um, It's just just shy of like... 20 years. Mm -hmm. So living with with those overall emotions for 20 years, two decades, Mm. and then... I actually had a conversation, I was in a support session with someone yesterday and he was saying that when they first came in, everything that you're describing, everything, they felt like when they first came in and they went on the treadmill and they kn- they've known you for a long time and the first thing that they see when they walk through the doors was you and you were like, hey, how are you doing, how are you getting on? And he was, he was really like obviously quite nervous and anxious and terrified to walk through the door but then you see a Charlotte and they're like, and then they they automatically respond in a positive way rather than trying to hide their emotion Mm. Um, and he said um, he came in that day and you help him get through that week you don't know that you you don't know that information I I mean sometimes people would do say like thanks they'll get a message and go thanks for today I don't think you realise what you've done or and that is really nice and and, and really warming but um, I don't necessarily do it for that I do it because I want people to get help. I want people to feel supported. I want I want the world to do a better job of helping people that I've had I've got poor mental health conditions. We we've yes, it's it's not it, we're moving away from the stigma, which is fantastic, and so much has changed over the years around kind of understanding mental health. Um, but up until you know, I haven't my my healing process was not given to me by any medicine or by any profession any professional what not that it? i disregard that in any no, way because i absolutely i am actually yeah. i f- completely believe that that is a fundamental part there's of levels of medication required and there's levels yeah. of counseling and, and, and additional support around that yeah but what so did what been, did it help you overall so i've been on and off medication for years on tried them all probably um got the jazz <laughs> <laughs> every single one made me poorly you know, physically, every single one. I remember um, them last ones you were on. Oh, really, really quite bad. Yeah, I, you know, not everybody has an adverse effect like like I do, and did they, and they they help them, and and that's great, you know, to get you through. But that uh, that's not saying that you know that that isn't uh, an option because <coughs> it obviously is for, for, for the majority of people. But the way I got through it was, um, I've always been physically physically fit, so. My anxiety played a big part in that because how I looked was important. Mm. This is why I say my my before picture would look a bit like, she looks great there. Well, actually, I was in shape when I had high anxiety because part of my anxiety is people, what people thought of me, um, how I looked. Um, Not that I was a big, veiny person, but it it, it was still important that Mm. I kind of had a persona. I think culturally and everything else that comes with it. 
yeah. I'm adverse to social media. Yeah. You want to look a certain way, and that's part of confidence, and that's part of having anxieties going out, buying a dress to go out to a night out if you're, if yeah. you're, if you're bigger than what you want to be. So, so yeah. So the way I, the way I look. So I've always, I've always had an interest in fitness. I've always done. I've never ever not trained in some way of an, or another. And I've always had. There's always been a direct correlation between better mental health and physical health. So when I've been active in the gym or I've been working towards something, I don't know, a 5K, Race for Life, did it every year with Tesco Group and that is something that you work towards. Mm. When I've been on a mission or when I've been happily accessing, you know, gym classes and or had a, like a gym friend and I was accessing that like kind of setting and f- being active, they, they were the times when I was dealing with things better. And, and I'm a bit of a nerd, as you know. Um, I love biology. I love the way the body works. I love, I'm really, really interested in that. So I understand, like, what happens behind the scenes um, with biology and then with the connection with, with the brain. So I've, that's one thing. Um, just learning about me, accepting me understanding me and all those things is not something I'm I'm good at or wasn't good at but I am now um what else is different obviously you know you've played a big part in that um I did say I'd give you a little bit of credit so there's you I've played a big seconds. part in it to be honest like yeah you play you actually have yeah so you've brought a new lease of life to me and definitely made me see things from a different point of view you helped me with some hard times with my ex-partner and the challenges I went through with that and handled handling that which pulled me away from a big dark place so once I got out of that I could kind of see the wood for the trees mm. and start seeing a bit more clearer so I think I was just learning to and getting support with with things and just moving forward and everything's gradual nothing happens overnight um no and, and, and different things have got better over time. So it could be coincidence. It could be that I understand how important it is to physically move. Um, helping people gives me a huge per- like huge positive boost. Like if I've made a difference to someone's day, and I'm not even just talking about in this environment, I mean in, in life, with my friends, with my family. If I've helped someone in a positive way, like that is a natural endorphin boost for me. Like that, I'm... Just I'm increases, just Is increases serotonin level as a receptor. It's yeah. like sex does the same, gambling does the same, um, going for a nice water is the same. Serotonin levels increase when you connect to somebody. Connection, the, the, communication. The, the, the biggest, the biggest success in overall physical and mental and emotional well-being is love. So. Part of love is connection. Part of love yeah. is helping. Part of love is empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, I lack on the empathy side, but the amount of you could call it love support that we do for people because we listen to people in general. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you Just have that emotion, giving someone your time is is is, is massive, is huge. Um, I, when so you said yeah. the word coincidence, so I will challenge you on that. I don't think anything's a coincidence. So I think how we met wasn't a coincidence. I believe in the universe and connecting everybody for a specific reason. Look what we fucking created mm-hmm. out of coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. Mm. So yes, you were probably at maybe at your pinnacle of struggle, maybe less, maybe not. That's a that's a wrong way of looking at it. It wasn't your pinnacle of struggle, but you were struggling when I met you on some level. I maybe exacerbated that at the start of our relationship for through behaviour, what I did, as in taking drugs. That's just I, I don't I haven't touched them for years now and I'm so proud of that. 
and that's been well documented and that really set off your anxiety and everything else yeah. within you um but you've helped me more than i've probably helped you help helped you because <laughs> you think of how much how imagine we're, we're, we're side by side yeah i'm not saying this is a competition but i was probably worse off at that point yeah that makes sense I'm not saying you is any worse from a mental health perspective, but we've both grown together. That's not a coincidence. Yeah. What we've built is not a coincidence. Billy is not a coincidence. Our family is not a coincidence. We've just grown our family to a degree as in the team, the members, the partnerships that we have. And look what we're fucking doing on a coincidence. I think that's just, it was destined to happen. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a reason why I'm here to this day sitting mm. here in front of with you with a camera in the community where I grew up I literally lived across the road mm. the centre helps hundreds of people in a real real life way that there's a reason why I'm here doing this with okay. you but and I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's just me because it, it's not just me but yeah. it, what I'd, I'm here for a reason and I do I, I absolutely get that definitely and I think out of We've heard many success stories, and we wrote a lot of wrote a lot about the success stories. But I think this success story is probably the best one because it's 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 allowed and enabled everybody else's success story to get to be shared and to be de- developed. Because if you never improved, then we never improved together. Yeah, yeah. We won't be sitting here doing talking about your podcast. Sorry, talking about your success story and and. Speaking from the heart Sounds overall. It's a dark, doesn't it? I mean, it is a success story. There no, is it great is. news. Look what we've developed from it. Yeah. Like, you, obviously, from a camera perspective, you don't get to see all this, but social media, Rage Fitness Company, um, across every channel, you see the success stories that we push out for members and the and partnerships that we form and the schools that we work with and the companies that we work with across the UK. Yes, we have our wellbeing centre here because you lived across the road from it, so... This is formed probably because yeah, of you. Yeah, this is my heart. This is this is where I belong. This is this is what I'm meant to do. I know that. Hundred percent. And we're only just getting started. This is just, just warming up. Are, this is <laughs> this is literally that, just we? warming up, isn't yeah. it? So like your strength and your success stories enabled everyone else's success story, including my fucking own. So thank you for that. Cheers. <laughs> um, I'll say thank you again. Okay. Thank you. All done? Done.